to the DC Tweet Team Podcast, hosted by Andy Burroughs. You know what I mean? Maurice Hawkins. Some people call me Maurice. And Shelly Jordan. Here's the deal, I'm the best there is. And here's your host, Andy Burroughs. Welcome everybody to the DC Tweet Team Podcast. Yes, I am your host, Andy Burrows, and today I have a very special co-host sitting in for Maurice and Shelley. I have our good buddy and probably one of the best contributors to the DC Tweet team and a really good friend of mine, Mr. Scott Hartley, joining me. Scott, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm great, thanks, Andy. Thank you for having me on once again. Um, I'm stepping in some big shoes, and I've got some big shoes to fill tonight, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Ah, no problem, my friend. You will do a grand job. And our very special guest, a man that is never afraid to uh, to speak the truth. And uh, what an episode to join us for from the uh, from usually uh, the sidekick to Keith and Jesse over there at the Beating the Podcast. But the man himself, Mr. John Taman. John, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me on. Uh, speaking the truth is depending on whose perspective it comes from. No, well, John, if anything, the last 24 hours have taught me anything. You know, are people speaking the truth? What is being said? It's been a it's been a crazy 24 hours in uh, in Washington. Well, John, you are our guest. I will start with you. Obviously, we we are going to put our spin on it. I've listened to Keith and Jesse and everyone and yourselves, and I've listened to Carl today. I've listened to many a podcast today. I was fortunate enough to listen to quite a few today. We're all having our say on it. So let's put our two cents worth in, shall we, gentlemen? And you got it. Jason Wright, uh, in, his, in his brief that he puts out uh, once a month, um, pretty much said this week that the, the, the name change will come at the beginning of 2022, which we kind of all knew that we're going to be the Washington football team for, for season 2021, which is fine. Uh, but they ruled out a, a big contender for the name, John. Uh, the, the Washington Warriors is no longer on the table. It sent right. Twitter, uh, uh, it, it sent it into meltdown, John. I'm surprised the app is still working. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've heard some ridiculous things in my time, John, and I'm not going to hold back on this podcast. Um, before I get my thoughts and we'll go into Scotty's opinion, John, what did you think and what have you made of the last 24 hours in Washington Twitter? It's always crazy times in Washington. Yeah. How, how have you viewed what the news that the Washington Warriors are not on the table? Not on the table. For one, the Washington football team Twitter melts down if you say the word boo at them. They flip out over everything. And it, sometimes it's embarrassing, but mostly it's just fun to sit back and watch it go by. Um, I think that this is a no-brainer decision, and I'm surprised that people couldn't figure it out. People... I think people way overthink things. I think they look at things and they think, oh, there's all this underlying meaning and there's all these layers. And no, 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 it's really not that difficult. This is the NFL. They're one of the premier sports leagues in the world, right? Everybody knows if I say Cowboys, you guys are in the UK, all across Europe and probably all across Asia as well. If I say Cowboys in reference to sports, you think Dallas, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The NFL True. is not going to share a name with another professional sports league. And the Warriors is taken by the NBA. This, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got a frog today. But th this is, th to me, this is quite simple. It's just a matter of they want to be in a position where every single one of their teams is only synonymous with themselves. And that's pretty much true for most of them. If you say Saints or if you say Buccaneers or if you say Eagles or, well, the Giants do share a name with the San Francisco Giants, but that goes back into history Way, way back in the day, the New York sports teams all had to be named the same things. I don't know if you guys realize it or not, but there was a New York Yankees football team in the NFL for a little while. And there was also a Brooklyn Dodgers NFL team for a little while. So 
them and the Cardinals, they started, God, I think they're the oldest team in the league. So who knows why they named themselves after a scary little bird like that, but they did. So, but everybody else is going to go for originality so that they are only known by that name and nobody else is not going to share the spotlight. That's the pragmatic, reasonable reason. However, why not say we're not going to go with any Native American imagery and put that out there? Because we are increasingly we have a younger generation that makes decisions on what they'll buy, what they'll watch, what they'll do, pretty much everything in their lives based on the politics of what it is that's going on. Uh, this 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 I can't support this. I think that this has ties to that and ties to this. So why not put that out there and let them feel good about it? Yeah, that's what uh, I think. Simple as that. Mm, yeah, Scott, what did you uh, what did you think of the uh, of the news when it broke uh, yesterday? I think I read it yesterday morning. I've had a few days reading social media, not posting too much until the last couple of days. What did you think when you heard, saw Washington Warriors were off the off the table? We've posted many a podcast where a lot of people have liked Warriors. You know, they thought it was a a really really strong contender. You know, it's they didn't think it could offend anyone, and then boom. Apparently that could defend anyone. And then we'll get into the whole Wolves thing in a minute. But what did you think, Scott? So for me, it was a solid name, in my opinion. I was quite um, on board with Washington Warriors. Um, I think going back to the whole militarism and being ex-military myself, I kind of grew to, to liking that. I also grew quite fond of the Washington football team, as we are at the moment. Um, yes, it, we had to change it to something initially as a temporary measure. Um, but this has grown on me, um, and I do hope it actually stays as Washington football team, um, to be honest with you. But I would be disappointed at all the effort and fan um, engagement and the money that's been spent on looking for a new name. In, and disappointed if it just turns out to be uh, Washington football team. I don't like football club. It's too close to what we call football, but soccer. Um, Very the, English uh, name. Yeah. Things. Very English name. And... Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't necessarily. I said this to Maurice on um, on social media and others. I don't have that um, affinity per se with the old name. Um, you know, my fandom is very young. You know, I've been supporting the, the team the best part of most fifteen years. So I've never been born into this, and I totally understand people's frustrations of having you know third, fourth generation, um, where it's handed down to them almost at birth. You know born to be a, a Redskins supporter um, now we're in limbo um, I didn't expect the meltdown that came from um, seeing that um, Warriors is gone and off the table but I do think we have to be careful here as well um, to be honest with you I agree with, you, with your sentiment there and um, John about how you know what is marketable what young people are about these days what people will buy what people will sell well, they'll go to games or watch games. And it's all about branding. It's the biggest sport in, in the world. You know, we that's why we follow the sport. You know, we're just two dudes in the UK who are sitting, you know, on a podcast thinking about, right, this is, this is the team I support. And many others of us like that worldwide, as you just said about the other names that go around. But I do think we do have to be careful with distilling history as a whole. You know, we have, I've heard people talk about it already. And I think if we're going down the route of not, which we'll get on to, not wearing Redskins gear at FedEx and, you know, changing potentially names from trophies. You're in the mm. dodgy territory there for me. And that's when I think you start to turn almost the old guard, if you like, supporter uh, away from their fandom. And people then start, you know, leaving um, and not supporting the team um, anymore. And I think we're in a little bit of dangerous territory there. And if we go down that road, 
honestly, with the name change thing, I'm sick and tired of it now. I just think something needs to be done. You know, we've been here a year now. Um, yes, we were told it's an 18-month project. There are thereabouts. Look, they know the name now. It's now time to just say, look, this is the name. Or even if they gave us an inkling and said, hey, this is our top three, and this is what we're going to focus on, and this is what we're going to engage on, then that would be perfect. And it would put us, it would rest a lot of people's, um, it would give people a little bit of, little bit more of an insight into what's going on behind the scenes. Because although the engagement is there, and we know the engagement's there, as with anything, everything's guarded, and nothing happens till it happens. So we have to be careful with that. But uh, yeah, that's my thoughts so far. Mm. I, I, I'm just, you know what, I'm John Scott, I'm just done this whole name change crap now <laughs> just pick a goddamn name i know that they've said in the past it's a process it's 18 months yeah. we we have to be patient and i get all of that but my god like I'm, I'm with scott now i think they know the name i mean i don't know why we have to wait till january 2022 to 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 say the name um maybe we're waiting to make a super bowl run and we'll announce the name at the uh at the playoffs and the super bowl maybe you know i'm maybe i'm just mate, I'm, on something there Am I ever thinking things, John? Go for it. Go on. Go, go on. Yeah, you, you, you did touch on something there. Um, the, the week between the Super Bowl and the championship games is when a lot of news drops because a lot of teams like to try to capture that. All the media is there. All the attention of the world is there. So, yeah, I think you've touched on something there. That's probably why they're going to wait. Considering that list of five names they put out the other day, my God, they better know what it is because that was a bunch of crap. And it always command, ah, uh, yeah, renegades, ah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I um, for me though, we don't have to look at, we don't have to look. Sorry, Andy, we don't have to look no, at you... what happened when the, the name changed last time. Worldwide news. I knew before I even looked at Twitter. I knew from Sky News. I saw on Sky, yeah, on, I saw on, on Sky my... in the UK. I was like, wow, okay, we've changed our name. Okay, that's. Uh, Interesting. Woke up first thing in the morning, eating my breakfast, and there it is. The name's changed. Mm. You know, no, no question. So they will already know this now. And I think you're right there, John. I think they're waiting for a news window or an opportunity to, to let this drop in front of the whole world and say, hey, this is what we're going to be for the next hundred years. And when we talk about it being the next hundred years, therein lies the problem. You have to pick something that is generically generic enough for us, but that represents the DMV. Or DC. I mean, we don't even know if it's going to be DC, if it's going to be Washington, if it's going to be the whole DMV as a whole. Um, mm. What they're going to. How important do you guys of? think that is? I mean, obviously, John, you're over there. Me and Scott. It like, depends on statehood. Do you think it, it depends on statehood? Well, you know, it depends on statehood. If DC gets their statehood, which is a big buzz right now. I know Big Doug uh, mentioned that. Yeah, well, see, there's already a state called Washington, so you can't have two of them. So there is going to be some kind of shift there that's going to have to happen. Um, I wouldn't mind if the team was called DC whatever. I wouldn't care. You know, what I have found in this, I just couldn't care less. Play football, goddammit. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm here to watch mm -hmm. some goddamn football. I don't care what you call a guy out there on the field. Call him by his name, but, you know, who cares? <laughs> I like yeah. the Redskins. And, you know, you'd said earlier, Scott, about the uh, the generations past. Um I'm going to I'm going to take a wild guess and say I'm probably about 25 years or more older than both of you at least. Just so I was the 25, John? I, dude, I started watching <laughs> this game. A lot of people will say, "Okay, well I'm I'm 58 years old and I started watching football 58 years ago." Well, no you didn't. You might have thought you were, but so around 1969 when Lombardi was here is when I really started to first pay attention to what it was. So I've been a fan for a long effing time. Mm. And you know, 
the name is the name and it's just a name and that's all it is yeah i cheer for the players yeah i think we're getting so caught up on this goddamn fucking thing just get on with it now get on the field in september play some football win some games make a playoff make a championship make a super bowl whatever we're gonna do just get the name crap done. I'm sick and fucking tired of hearing it. Honestly, it's driving me crazy. I mean, I logged on to social media yesterday. I was having a bit of a down day at work yesterday. The, the day was dragging. I was fucking busy as hell. And I scrolled through Washington Twitter and I laughed my ass off for like half an hour. I thought some people on Twitter will literally react to anything. You know, you could... Overreact. Oh, yeah. yeah. They would overreact yeah. to anything. And, you know, <laughs> we're, we're all Twitter experts and we all have opinions. And, hey, look, everyone's allowed an opinion. I mean, oh, sure. We, I have opinions people don't agree with. Scott, John, you guys are all us podcasters. We all have views and opinions that people don't agree with. That that's like I got news for you. I got some downright stupid opinions. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah, John, I couldn't couldn't possibly <laughs> couldn't possibly comment, my friend. But um, <laughs> we, we've we've all got opinions. But my <laughs> God, it's just like let's just get on with this now. Let's get on to back to talking about our, how good our draft picks are going to be, how good our run game is yeah. going to be this season, how good we're going to look on, on offense. How are we going to win the NFC East back to back for the first time in God knows how many years. Let's get back to talking about that. Let Jason Wright and all them guys figure out the bloody name. And when they're ready to tell us, they'll just fucking tell us. Let's just, That's right. you know, let's not be, let's not argue. I've seen people, arguing backwards and forwards on Twitter who are who are friends and then they're just blowing up at each other and you know I'm just thinking guys girls come on now let's just let's just let let the name be whatever the bloody name's gonna be. I mean it come out John Scott it come out now that uh Red Wolves might now be off the table as well because that somehow is connected yeah, to the yeah, Native yeah. American thing. I mean Big Doug made a point on your guys show John there'll be yeah. nothing with the letter R in it. The red the Red Wolves won't be uh, I hundred percent agreed with Big Doug there. I put it out into it I was like it won't have anything to do with the letter R anything that gives anyone the chance to have the R logo or any no, no just get that out of your head now it's not going to happen as much i sit here proudly wearing my redskins gear now we're going to get onto that in fedex and in a little bit um but you know what did you guys think of when they said now no red wolves that can't be because that's kind of associated to native americans are we just getting too deep into this now guys oh yeah we're in the weeds who said that that's my question did jason Wright say no wolves no red wolves that they kind of mentioned they're going to have to think about that kind of name. Uh, they said it, yeah. it's probably from reading between the lines and we, you know, we're in the weeds, like you say, John, I'm kind of thinking that's going to be off the table as well. I mean, I, I like know. Scott said earlier though, I hope just after all of this, if they come out and go, we're Washington football team, then, then I think you might have uproar because then people will be like, hang on a minute. You've done these fan surveys. You've got focus groups. You've got specialized people in to do this. You've had eight-year-old kids sending in pictures and God knows what else. You know what I mean? There, yeah, then there could be, then there could, yeah, go on, Scott. Sorry, mate. Two things there. You've got to think it's expensive to rebrand. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't, it's not cheap. Just the yeah, the legal side of it alone is probably very, very expensive. And you so better get it right. You can't, you don't exactly. get second tries. Yeah. And then the other thing I'm thinking here is, as we've just said, let's just get back onto football. Two weeks time when training camp starts, are we really going to be talking about the main change? I really don't think we will. I think I this is just a, a blow up <laughs> because there is no football on at the moment. Mm-hmm. And because there's no football on at the moment, what can you talk about? Yeah. The NFL now yeah. is a 24 seven all consuming monster that mm. never ever stops. People say it stops. It doesn't stop. It's constantly there. I yeah, can turn my TV seven, yeah. on right now and watch, and watch NFL Network. 
you know, and find out which third third string running back at Tampa Bay's got an injury to his knee. You know, it's there every day, 24-7, if you want to consume that. Washington Twitter is very much like that. So just my advice to everyone is just either ignore it or move on. Scroll on. That's yeah. the best thing that you can do. Scott, you hit the nail on the head sure. there. Just scroll on. Just keep scrolling. Worry about it in January. Worry about it when they announce it when we're a playoff team, when we're playing in a championship game where we, hey, we're going to be the first whatever Washington wankers to play in a championship game, whatever they, whatever they want to. <laughs> I could deal with that. Yeah. The, I, yeah I could Fred, deal with that. Fred, 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 cool Fred Smoot put that to us on our show. He loved the Washington wankers. It would make a great logo, but yeah. Um, how do oh, you yeah. guys feel? Uh, just another point that's come up over the last few days, guys. I'm interested to get your views. How important is it now to be, to be serious for a little second here? How is important is it that they're not sure how they're going to honor the history, John and Scott? Um, the, the Super Bowls that have gone past, the, the the Redskins as we know them, as the football team. Let's not get involved in the politics side of it. We've all been there, done that. We know we know the reasoning. We know why the names change. How do you guys uh, feel about them honouring the the past? They're not sure how they're going to do it. They're not sure how they're going to honour it. Scott, you said earlier, are they going to change the names? Have the Washington Washington football team have never won a Super Bowl? The Washington Redskins no, have. They won't do how, that. how do you guys feel that the history should be honoured? We're, we're lucky enough to go and speak to Gary Clark uh, coming up next week. Be interested oh, cool. to hear his views. Um, spoke to Doc Walker about it. These alumni, these former players, I mean, we're lucky enough to speak to some of them. I think they would like to be honoured in some kind of way. How would you guys still like, in in a respectful way, and in a, not to upset the PC brigade and the fucking people that will jump on Twitter, you guys are racist, you can't hang your, your Super Bowl banners up here. How would you guys like to see the history honoured moving forward after the name change? Go ahead, well, I don't guys. want to see it. Well, sorry, thanks, John. I don't want to see it put in the background, um, but out of the way, if you like. You should be celebrated. You know, this is this is what, what I was talking about. We we need to celebrate this, and if we're going to go down the cancel uh, cancel culture route of cancelling the names off trophies, removing any remnant remnants of of anything to do with the R word, then I think we're in serious trouble here. I think we have to learn as well by not not necessarily our mistakes. We know the reason behind it. We talk politically about what mm-hmm. happened in the past, but this is the sort of thing we need to teach our kids. You know, I, I've got young children, and, and I want my my son to grow up and be a Washington whatever uh, supporter. And he sat there some Sundays and watched it with me and thought, yeah, this is pretty cool. But he's not really into it at the moment. But I want it be good to point out that this is what we were before and this is what we are now. And this is the reason behind it. You can have that conversation and understand what is there. No one is for one minute saying it was the right name. I never thought that was the right name. And it obviously it's always going to upset some people. But even when we change our name again, to whatever it's going to be. We're going to upset people. Mm-hmm. You know, upsetting people is part of life, unfortunately. And what we have to do as a franchise is stick to what we're going to be going forward for the next 100 years and celebrate what we have in the past. So hang your Super Bowl banners up with pride. Show the trophies off with pride. And win another one and put it next to the other, next to the other three. And then we say, hey, this is, this, is what we, this is what we are. This is who we are as a franchise. You can't change that. Yeah. I really don't think you can change that. How we celebrate that, I don't know. Do you have a memorial um, wall? Do you have a, uh, I don't know, almost like a museum, if you like. Redskins um, to, Museum, to dedicate, yeah. Yeah, to dedicate, the old, to dedicate the old... They um, have the Redskins Museum at FedEx already, didn't they, John? I, I, wasn't, I wasn't fortunate enough to go into it last time I was there, but there's, that, that's already there, isn't it? Could that something that they could, you know, filter into to the here and now? I would be, for one, 
I think Jason said, we're not sure how we're going to honor the past. And I think from there, everybody on Twitter went, they're not going to let me wear my Redskins <laughs> underwear into the stadium. And they're going to make me take all my posters down to my house. And people flip out and freak out and Chicken Little runs all around the goddamn place and says they're going to be recasting the trophies. They aren't going to do any of that. No, any that's of what that. I said. That's There's what I teams said. from the past that don't exist anymore that won things that are still in the record books, even though you can't find out who played for them or anything. So <clears throat> it's part of the history of the NFL. They're going to keep the history of the NFL intact. They're not going to change the past. They're not going to erase any of the records. They're not going to erase any of the tr- – oh, these people with their stupid – oh, my God, everything is going to be the worst thing I can think of. It's it's crazy. Um, I think that, yeah, as you go through the stadium, there will be displays, depending on which concourse you're on or wherever you are, there will be displays. I know up in the in the where the rich folks sit with the with the windows and their air conditioning. Is that, is that, where, Keith, little, is that where Keith sits now? He might get to go up in there. He's going to be the ambassador going up in there. I'm telling you, if he does, he's got to wear a top hat and a monocle, and I won't hear anything about it. That's the only thing I'll put up with. But, uh, you know, there's pictures all over the place. You know, there's posters and, and, and gigantic displays of Art Monk making touchdowns and Gary Clark making touchdowns. The, the, the glory days are represented. You're going to be able to go to Ashburn, walk in there, and see those Super Bowl trophies. They're not going to change them. They're not going to hide them. And the next time they hire a coach, whenever that'll be, they'll be right out there on display with hopefully three or four more. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they've still got, if, I think if I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but the practice field still has all the Redskins yeah. logos on it. The indoor facility sure. has the Redskins logo. So they can't be that blind. Right. See, again, I, I, I told you guys from the outset, yeah. I, am a, I am a cynical as the day is long. And to me, all of this, this Native American sensitivity is just the it's the gloss that they put on top of it to be able to say, look at us, look at how we're trying. We're changing our image. Dan Snyder absolutely had to change his image. This whole thing, as is all change, is about money. And he has lost a shit ton of it. I mean, he's lost tons of it. When he bought the Redskins, they were third ranked in the world in terms of the value of a, of a sports franchise. It's now 19th. That's hundreds of millions of dollars that he's lost in 20 years just by his screwing up, getting involved, doing dumb shit, and making, a, and making the team a laughing stock. Our younger fans are a much smaller group. All right. I, when I grew up, yeah, it was part of what we what we came up with. Um, I always respect you guys because you guys just picked them. And that's cool, man. I like that. You had yeah. no ties to it or whatever. You guys just said, I'm, I'm I, I've never seen that. a winning season. And I've never seen, yeah, John, me and Scott, have never, apart from last season, which was a fairly good season, me and Scott yeah. have never seen us do shit apart from something. Exactly. <laughs> right. And if, imagine if you are a kid here in, in America and I'm your dad and I'm saying, all right, watch this team. This team is great. And all you see as you go from the age of like five to almost 25 is five and 11, you know, <laughs> six and 10. You're yeah. going to be like, dad, what the fuck is wrong? Do you not even yeah. know what you're dad, looking at? This is child cruelty, dad. Well, the Ravens are right up the street, right? Yeah. The Welcome Ravens are right up the street. Yeah. They have eroded our fan base. Uh, there is a, a, one of the, one of the four major networks of, you know, broadcast television here in Washington, the ABC affiliate covers the Ravens like they're the hometown mm-hmm. team. That's right there in the, in DC. Snyder has taken this ship and run it aground and then backed it up and run it aground again and again and again and again. So he's got to make drastic changes to try to re-attract a, a generation of fans that he's losing. 
mm. and has lost. Yeah, that's why Jason writes in. Let's not be honest. Yeah, let's try. that's why Jason exactly. brought in. That's why Jason's here, and he's he's doing a, an amazing, amazing job. You know what I mean? What he really is. He he's saving Dan Snyder's ass single handedly. Well, not single handedly. He has a great team behind him, but he is the face of the of the franchise. If you know what I mean? So he's the one <laughs> he's we gotten... see out there. He's the guy right. we see doing the interviews, doing that. You know everything we see online and stuff like that. But um, moving on, he's trying to get Dan to shut up and go away. Yeah, that's he's basically. Key. It's like, Jason, you're now here. Dan's, you know, quote unquote, off looking at new stadiums, which is code for basically fuck off for a while and let us get on with it. You know? Go travel yeah, around. Go yeah, travel around and pretend you're looking at Wembley Stadium in the UK and get ideas. <laughs> That's and right. fancy shit. But um, guys, one of the last things to mention with the Washington and the Redskins thing and everything, um, and Christian mentioned this on our, our UK Washington Redskins uh, fan group. He said, Jason Wright's playing a blinder at the minute. But John, you touched on it earlier. Scott, interested to get your views. Fans wearing Redskins merchandise at FedEx Field. A lot. I've honestly, I'm scroll. I can scroll through my Twitter right now, and there are people saying, "Yeah, you're not going to be allowed in to FedEx with so Redskins." On. And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I just wear a jacket. What are they going to do if I turn up in? I've been there in December, Thanksgiving. Oh, it's the fucking coldest day of my life. I had about twenty million jackets on. If I've got a Redskins jersey underneath that, and I take it off when I sit down in my seat. You're not going to ask me to leave the stadium. I think they're worried. John, a lot of people, Scott, have said, oh, when the when the TV cameras pan around at FedEx, they don't want to see Redskins. They don't want to hear hell to the Redskins, people singing it when we score a touchdown. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to get rid of this unless you play stuff right. over that on the TV, unless you, when we score a touchdown. And if, if you don't want to hear it, you're going to have to pump some sort of fake crowd noise a la 2020 season into the stadium because you're going to have full stadiums now including myself including scott and including many brits that are going to hopefully be there week one and two covid all being well there's going to be i'm going to join in singing it if people start singing it i'm not even going to lie to you i when sure. i was when Go i was there it. john when i was there for the eagles game uh, a couple of seasons back and i got to sing that live for the very first time i started welling up i was like this is amazing i've been sitting at home watching this on tv i now get to i'm literally standing here hell to the rest for me yeah, that was amazing. I was surrounded by my yeah. fellow. I wasn't sitting in my bedroom in my boxer shorts watching the game. I was at FedEx Field in my boxers. No, I was actually at fully clothed. Fully clothed. And in <laughs> That's FedEx, why he was fully... so cold. <laughs> yeah. But to me, that I don't think you're going to stop that guy. So what do you make to these uh, to these people now that are coming out saying, hey, you're not going to be able to have any Redskins apparel at uh, FedEx. People are saying, well, give us a trade-in. Let us get some Washington football team merchandise and we'll give you our Redskins gear. I'm not giving away my Redskins gear. I know many people are. What, no, do, what, do, you no, guys, what do you guys think to that? Uh, to those people, I say, shut the up and stop being such a goddamn ninny. Jesus Christ, what's the matter with you? What did your parents teach you? Do you think they're actually <laughs> going to shut people out of the stadium for wearing gear that's, that's two years old that they spent $150 on for a jersey? Hell no. And this this same business about, I think, that they're going to get rid of the R. And, you know, I mean, people have that curly R tattooed on their skin. You really want to really shut away. I mean, one of the problems that Dan is having is he can't sell tickets to his own fans in the stadium. That stadium, if it's even close to half full, is half full of the other team's fans every week. So, yeah, what a great way. What a great marketing idea. Let's just tell all the remaining fans that they can't wear anything of the old team in the stadium. We might sell a couple dozen tickets for next week's game. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with the buzz that's going around for week one, Scott. We're going. We're jumping on a plane on yeah. the Friday before the game. We're over for uh, week one. I'm there for week two. I know Scott's not. He's there for the week one. You know, what I mean, the buzz around week one is unbelievable. For the first time in a very long time, we could see a packed-ish FedEx field only. Yeah. 
if you just let the fans be the fans. If you start telling them they can't wear Redskins gear, well, you might as well just, you know. That's crazy. Don't bother selling any tickets then because no one's going to fucking turn up. You get the odd person in a Washington football jersey. I mean, I've got, I'm not, I'm, who knows what I'm going to wear to the first game. It's in, it's in September. It's going to be fucking hot. So God knows it will be like a t-shirt and, and shorts. Yeah, it's going to be very hot. I've been there in September. Scott, what do you think about the whole Redskins gear? They're not quite sure how they're going to handle that. Jason even said, we're not sure how we're going to handle that in the stadium yet. I mean, surely they can't ban people wearing Redskins gear, can they? Throwing grenades. No, they can't. They can't ban people from wearing Redskins gear at all. And ultimately, at the end of the day, the dollar counts. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. It's about making money and about having fans in the stadium. We all want to pay our money to watch the team. That's what we're there for as, as supporters, as fans. And that's what, that's what we're there to do. You know, I wouldn't be hopping on a plane with, with you guys and you know, flying 6,000 miles over the, over the sea to go watch this if, if I didn't think it was worth it. And to ban people from... You know, you're going to alienate 20,000, 30,000 fans. Who are potentially going to buy? Yeah, because believe it or not, not well, all the exactly. Washington fans, not all the yeah. Washington fans are on Twitter. We all seem to think that yeah. all these yeah, some of these fools, a tiny, tiny amount. You know, there's there's hundreds of you, like even the people on YouTube that didn't know about half the Twitter. You know, you've got them. You've got yeah, average Joe who doesn't do the internet, who doesn't do social media, who's been a Redskins yeah. fan since 1960, who goes with his family, who takes his boy, who wants to wear his Washington Redskins gear. Does that make him any less of a fan? Does it fuckers like let the man come in with his Washington Redskins? gear on let him still cheer cheer for the washington football team but albeit wearing a washington redskins jersey does will that offend will that offend anyone in that actual stadium it probably hell no really people are wearing cowboys jerseys exactly foul the place with that you might as well I went when I was at the um, Washington New York game at Thanksgiving. Two rows behind me, there was a guy in a Cowboys Cowboys jersey. Kind of gone over this story in the podcast before. I kind of said, if you'd done that in a football stadium over here, if a Arsenal fan turned up at Tottenham, John, we'd kick the living shit out of them. But that's another uh, story. Happens here too. Yeah, yeah it's that another story. Here but too. Um, yeah, Scott. Sorry to get back to your point. They, they, it's it's impossible. You'd like you say you'd lose twenty to thirty thousand fans on opening weekend when you've just given it this big yes. barrage and this big build up throughout the off season since we finished and we finished really well. We made the playoffs. We 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 gave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers their hardest game that they had running up to the Super Bowl. Get as many people in that stadium as you can. Let them wear what the fuck they like. And just make some money, get some money back. Dan needs it, you know. Get the get the fans in. The more fans in, you know, the more they'll grow to the Washington football team. And then you might get two people go, "Hey, I'm going to go to the team store and buy a Washington football team jersey." Or, "Hey, when the yeah. new na- when the new name's announced, hey, I'm going to go and get a Washington whatever the hell we're going to be called jersey." And like I think Keith mentioned it on uh, Twitter today, it, it will gradually be phased out because as the generations move on, you know, they the, the kids now are going to grow up. And they're going to pass it down to their kids. Their kids are only going to know the, the Washington, whatever we're called. You know, we can tell them about the good old days of the Washington Redskins, but they're only going to know what it is now. So eventually, yes, it will be phased out. We'll never forget our history. And I'll always be very proud to say I was a Washington Redskins fan. But I just think you have to let the fans be the fans. You can't, you, once you start dictating to fans, then you're in really yeah. you're in really murky waters then and then you could see a lot of, that's when you see protests outside stadiums and you you know the washington the last thing the washington football team want is our fans kicking off outside the stadium protesting getting in the news for the wrong 
for the wrong things again. Jason and Dan and Tanya, they don't want that publicity. Week one, could you imagine a bunch of Redskins fans outside protesting because they're not allowed in the stadium? So, you know, they drink a lot, so I could see them doing practically anything. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw it a couple of years ago. Somebody put up a design that they were thinking about for the new stadium that has a moat around it. And I'm thinking, yeah, that'll go over really well. People are going to be getting fished out of that thing all damn day. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, it's it's just to me it's just twitter hysteria about this they're yeah. not going to allow you to wear that bullshit they're not going to allow you to wear it yeah you can go to the stadium the have a good time when we score our fifth touchdown sing hail to the redskins for the fifth time and the the key to all of it win football games and people will accept change it happened last year with everyone do you remember when the washington football team name was announced oh what a crappy name come January when we're playing in the playoffs, go football team. I I completely forgot hey, about that. Whatever. I completely forgot right. about the name. I'm like, I was so excited to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was watching my team play meaningful playoff football. I didn't give a two shits what the name was. I still don't give a two shits what the names would be called. I support Ron Rivera. I support Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. I support all the guys on the field on a Sunday. Let's just go and win fucking football games and let them worry about what's going on for the field. In my opinion, I'm kind of where, where Scott is. I it, it grew on me. Yeah, you know? Washington. I think. Team, would you be happy, John? Would you be happy after all this if they just said, you know what, we're going to keep the Washington Football Team? It all depends because it like right now. One of the reasons I kind of like it is I like the no name persona. I like the no, especially mm. for our defense. You know. Um, I love it when some stupid ass fan from some other team says something <laughs> like, oh, your team doesn't even have a name. And I'm like, ah, well, ask your quarterback who they are. I bet you fucking he knows. I bet mm. you he's got that game circled on his calendar. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we're, we're up for I that. I'm sure the players don't give a shit. You know, I'm sure Fitzpatrick nah, is. I'm, I'm sure he's not uh, going through his cadence and stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, record the Washington. He doesn't give a shit. Terry McCall's no. not running down the sidelines going, oh, I'm about to score the winning touchdown for the football team. You know, what am I going to do with my celebration? No one cares about that. So let's just. Nope. Move on. Let the team yeah. do what they got to do. Let Jason and Tanya and God knows who else now worry about the name and let us just be fans. Just enjoy football. We're here. We're nearly at preseason now. We're at camp. We've got, you know, we're touch wood. We're coming out of COVID. So my advice to everyone, calm the fuck down with the name. Just yes. roll with it. Just see what it is. But let's talk a little football, gentlemen. Uh, Martin uh, has uh, messaged me saying, if you were to bet, Scott, I'll come to you first. If you were to bet on one team to finish above Washington in the NFC East, who would it be? Uh, to finish above us? Yeah. I no actually, one is going to finish above us because we're going to win it. But say we do slip uh, up. I mean, who would you uh, uh, Who would you think? The stock media answer. Oh, he's gone. John, he was that excited oh. to answer the question. <laughs> he hit the wrong button. He hit the wrong uh, button. John, I'm going to go with the Giants. I, yeah. I hate the Giants more than any other team. And I know as a Redskins fan, I'm supposed to say that about the Cowboys. But no, I hate the freaking Giants. And it's all because of Phil Sims. He knows why. F him. Lawrence Taylor, too. <laughs> F him. But uh, I hate the Giants. But, you know, last year they beat us twice. And even though they beat us twice, this weird shit always happens. Daniel Jones jetting up the middle like that against that defensive line. Uh, but Saquon Barkley didn't play a single down against us last year, and that guy should scare everybody. Yeah, that's going to come they've got to, the, talent. to a question I've got in a minute. It's Martin's second question. Scott, you didn't have to leave, bro. If you didn't want to I'm be sorry. here, just say no. You offended me with all this name talk. I'm leaving. No, it's... no the, the phone battery died, obviously, completely. Oh, so I apologize for that. Standard. What, I was, what I was saying there was if it was me and I was a betting man, the stock media answer would be the Cowboys. But 
for me, I think the Giants have got a, a, as good a chance as anyone this mm. year. I, I actually really rate their defence, um, not obviously as highly as ours, but I do think they've got a good solid unit. And again, it depends on quarterback play. Everyone seemingly thinks that they're going to see the Dak Prescott that was the start of the season last year. And they're going to see the Dak Prescott of old coming in, throwing to various weapons down the sideline. Um, we don't weapons. know what we don't we don't know well. <laughs> we don't know what Dak Prescott's going to be next year. So for me, that's that's a real big question mark. I think the Eagles are going to be the doormats of the league um, completely. And they're the in full, I like that. They're in full transition. Um, transition I'll be amazed mode. if they win five games. I would too. I would too. I I actually probably would put them as first or second pick next season. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're looking at, for me, I think the the Giants are probably our nearest challengers. Uh, But it depends again on Daniel Jones. Martin, to answer your question, I think, yeah, I'm with the Giants and, you know, we owe them. They beat us twice last season and we should have beat them. Uh, We should have beat them at MetLife. We should have beat them at FedEx. We gifted the games to the Giants. But for me, yeah, I'm with you, Scott. I think the Eagles, I think they'll be the, yeah, they will be the doormats of the, I'm with you, of the entire league. I think they'll get trounced nearly every week. You know, they may win the, the odd game here and there, but I think they'll get their fucking asses kicked most weeks. And you know, no one has any idea what Jalen Hurts is going to do. No, no one has. Any no, even idea. he knows what he's going to do. So you're banking everything you have on drafting the skinniest wide receiver I've ever seen in my life. My legs, <laughs> my legs are bigger than his. Um, and your legs are bigger than my whole body. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'll that. But it's you know. They're banking on on a lot of a lot of hope there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could turn out amazing. We don't know. Yeah. But we don't. There's too many question marks in every other team in our division, and that's why I think we ultimately. I don't think we 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 walk this division, but I do think we win at least ten games, if not eleven, is where I'm looking at, and I think we do win the division back to back for the first time in forever. Um, but yeah, I do. I do think it's uh, it's high time that we we have a back to back winner. Yes, Scotty, very well said, my friend. Uh, John Martin's second question was: you kind of touched on it there with Saquon Barkley. If you could take one player from another NFC East team, who would you take? Oh, I take Saquon Barkley. Yeah, just like my, that. that was my answer. As soon as you said it, I was as like, long oh. as, yeah. If his knee comes back even half as good as it is, good grief, that dude is badass. Mm. He's it. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's one player that if he ever had the chance to land in Washington, I would. And that's nothing yeah. against our running backs. No, you, know, I think you, don't, you never turn down a Saquon running. Bar. You never turn down a, yeah. a, a Saquon Bar. I mean, but even when uh, when uh, Zeke Elliott burst onto the scene and there was talk of him coming to Washington, I think they'd done the um, what's the program coming on? It slipped my mind. They're doing it again. Oh, this uh, year. Hard, hard knocks. knocks is hard knocks. When they done the first the hard knocks. <laughs> when they done the first, I think it was three, four seasons ago. They were on hard knocks. Shock. They're on it a fucking again. Um, I first saw Ezekiel then, and I was thinking there was talk of whether he would sign again with Dallas or, you know, whether he stand in NFC East. And back then I was thinking, oh my God, I would love this guy to come to Washington. This is before Antonio Gibson and, you know, before we had, we had moved on. But I've always rated him as a player. I, I still think he hasn't hit that ceiling that he can hit. Um, I don't know if that's to do with what he's got up in front of him, protecting him. You yeah, know, it probably true. it probably is. They're pretty trash, let's be honest. But, you know, if he gets a, a decent protection, I still think there's potential in that young man. So he might be one that I would have that I would have liked to have landed in Washington. Scott, who would you like to, if you could pick anyone from our NFC East rivals, who would you pick to land in Washington? Leonard, like him a lot, mm. um, the Giants. Um, but again, I agree with you, Barkley would be the only... The only real option. We don't know what you're going to get with Kenny Golladay. 
I did rate him in um, Detroit when he before he came across. It was Detroit he came from. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's right. It was. He's he, he's he's a very good wide receiver. But I think with the receivers that we've drafted, he wouldn't. Do we need him? Probably not. Um, so the only one I two I really rate there is Leonard and Barkley. That's the mm-hmm. only two. And not nothing against Antonio Gibson, as as, as you both said. Yeah, yeah, not very, very well. He's the gold standard. Yeah, if he comes back with his knee right, you know, if, prior yeah, to his that's knee, a big, that's yeah, such about. a big if. But from what I've seen on social media, he's he's working hard to come back. I wish him well. I never want any bad injury on anyone, unless you're Dak Prescott. Anyway, um, knees aren't like they used to be. Nowadays, they come back from. It used to be a two-year injury, something like what he got. Yeah, I mean, but now, man, they're back in yeah. six months and they're ready we to had go. One of our rugby players today, I saw he dislocated his shoulder, and he was he's back in what, eighteen weeks. Scott, you know, you're a big rugby man playing for the Lions today. He's, he's back in 18 weeks. He dislocated his shoulder. So it's, it's crazy what they can do. Yeah, Alwyn Jones. I thought, yeah. he broke his, uh, I thought he broke his, his, uh, his wrist, but it was a shoulder injury, yeah. obviously. The Lions, yeah. the Lions captain. And yeah. And back I mean, he's today. back training 30, today. 36. Yeah. So exactly, yeah, yeah. Not, he's, he's not young in, in, in that terms either. So no, definitely. Uh, guys, finishing up this show, John, I'll come to you first. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, my friend, looks like he, do we, I don't know, do we trade him? He's not going to sign a new deal. Actually, I've just read something now that apparently he could be signing a new deal. I mean, what the, what the fuck do you, what do you think is going on there, John? I mean, if it was me, we've got the best out of him. We're seeing his thirties now. I say, look, if we can get anything for him, just trade his ass and get rid of him. Like Keith said in your podcast, I thought it was a brilliant way of putting it. He's just a big dude who blocks. <laughs> He's a big dude who blocks. He does the fat man dance for three yeah. seconds. What do you think, John? I, I'll tell you what, I, I think that I wouldn't just trade him for anything. The guy did make first team all pro last year, whether anybody thinks he deserves it or not, that's right there on his resume. That jumps his price. Um, I think that we're in a position with him right now where paying him the second tag, it's it's he's a guard. He doesn't make a ton of money. And even though it's the high, you know, the, the highest ridiculous amount of money that you can pay for a guard, $18 million dollars yeah. per season, but it's it's 18 million bucks. You got other guys that are pulling that down, you know. <coughs> excuse me. So what you have, I think, is we can afford to absorb that this year. So we get the First team all pro guards starting for us for one more year while we continue to develop guys like Sadiq Charles or some of these other guys that are, are behind them. Eric Flowers may last a little while. We've got uh, Schweitzer. These are younger players. So we've got that, that cushion for this year. And don't forget, this year the cap went down for the first time ever, ever. So him That's taking the – It's going to skyrocket because they just signed a new TV deal. Yeah. So I'm thinking – they made him the highest paid guard offer just this past off season. If you're looking at it just from number standpoint, he makes more by signing the tag and, and not taking that particular contract next year. They may still offer him the, the highest paid guard contract ever, but next year that could be a juicier contract because of how much more cap space there is. Yeah. So it's a gamble on his part, but we may end up with him and we may not. If not, we get at least a third round pick. I would think in compensation. Yeah. Scotty, what's your thoughts, my man? Totally agree with John there. I think a third round is an absolute minimum um, for Sheriff. Obviously, he's consistently been high end in guards. If you look at the guard rankings for whatever metric you use, PFF, or if you just look at the stats themselves, the biggest problem with Sheriff is availability. Um, And he's not always always available, which is a problem. Um, and we do have a good amount of depth behind us, which is why 
I said to you before this podcast started, will he be here and will he sign the tag? He will sign the tag, but potentially are we going to try and work out a new deal for him? I would have liked a new deal this season, if possible, because as you've just pointed out there, John, the salary cap is going to skyrocket next year with the TV mm. deal or over the next two seasons anyway. Um, it's the first time it's gone down in a long time, especially with the COVID and having an extra game. People are going to get paid in the off-season. Do we really want to be the team that resets the market and gives him the biggest deal ever? I don't know, but he's been a loyal servant to the to, to the team um, and to the franchise. So I like him. I really do rate him. I think he is one of the better guards, um, and he's one of our big assets that we have within the um, within the team. And again, probably underrated by a lot of the media and a lot of the the uh, the league as a whole. But I do believe that it's. Um, yeah, it's time that we, we probably either paid him or we move on. I, I hope we don't move on. But as you said, John, absorbing the 18 million in this year, we're not worried about it. We had a really high cap space going into the offseason. And I think we've done what we need to do. I think we're probably yeah. one or two veterans away in a couple of positions that they can pick up off post-June 1st cuts, maybe, um, or picked up someone like uh, someone who's still out there, maybe like a KJ Wright or someone like that to shore up the linebacking core. But I do think we have to pay um, pay Sheriff now and and look to see him on the tag, whether we like it or we don't like it. I know some fans, go pay 18 million for a guard. No. Not just some it. fans, starts, a lot of fans, yeah. It starts in the trenches for me and that's where you win. Yeah, um, and, yeah, I, and he's an asset. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm kind it's of a matter of affordability. Fence. Yeah, You got the cap space? Spend if you it. think that that's worthwhile to cap for your cap to be able to keep him for a year, then use it. Use it. Well, well, you got I think we managed our cap very well the last several years, which is mm. a big change from what. Considering what we, I was just about to say, John. Considering yeah. what we usually, let's not get into that argument again. But, um, John Scott, it's been an absolute pleasure to sit down for uh, forty-five minutes or so to talk some football with you, John. Obviously, you are over at the Bleeding Burgundy podcast with our good buddies. Well, I say our good buddies, our good buddy Jesse and that other guy. Um, can't He's a great guy, man. He's but a he, hell of an ambassador. He, he, he is the king of the, the ambassador. Uh, the, uh, the, the ambassador of Washington. I'm only joking, Keith. I fucking love you, <laughs> even when you wear a suit uh, onto a podcast. Um, John, tell us what you guys have got coming up. When can we catch you next? I know you guys dropped a show today. Again, I'm going to bed with you tonight, John. It always worries me when I take you, Keith, and Jesse into bed with me. I, you know, hey, I, I'm experienced. You know, I, I, you know, I get a little something, but yeah, you guys are doing great work, John. When can we uh, when can we expect your shows to? Well, do? we re- we record every Tuesday unless there's something else going on, and we might put something out in the midterm. So I I would say every Tuesday night you can look for us, or Wednesday morning when you're on your way to work you can pull us up, Bleeding Burgundy podcast. And yeah, man, give it a listen. It's going to be something a bit different than I think that you're used to uh, coming up this year. It's not just going to be us talking football. We're going to do some some fun stuff. Yeah, I'll I don't know the, how many uh, people are familiar stuff. with my old oh. cartoons or anything, but they are. We're what do you some... guys do when you do the uh, the episodes with the, the Cowboys owner, the Jason Wright one was it. it <laughs> honestly, guys, you haven't like you haven't subscribed. I mean, they're on YouTube, the Bleeding Burgundy podcast with Keith, Jesse, and John. Make sure you go and check it out. Um, so, John, thank you so much. And just quickly while you're here, John, from us over at the DC Tweet Team, I know you've had a few health issues recently. Um, it is good to see you looking so oh, yeah. well, my friend. I am glad Thanks. that you are back fighting fit. I sincerely mean that from the bottom of my heart, John. I'm glad that you are healthy and well. Thank you, man. That was a scare I had. But uh, yesterday, in fact, I had my final follow-up and got the good, clean bill of health 100%. And as soon as I finish up with here, you guys, I'm going to go out in the 95-degree heat and run around and try to kill myself. So. Yeah, well, as you do, John, if you can just you know, maybe look after yourself. We drink some water. But, Scotty, oh, yeah. 
Scotty, thanks so much for jumping on the uh, the podcast, mate. Uh, You are a great contributor to all the podcasts. I know you're a big contributor over with the Burgundy Zone, with us at the DC Tweet team. I I bow down to your knowledge of football. I can't wait to be sitting in uh, there. We go to DC in a matter of eight or nine weeks. Me and you are flying out. Many other Brits are invading. It didn't go well. Everyone keeps telling me, Andy, you know the last time the Brits come, it didn't go well. But Scotty, we're going to be in DC soon, my friend. And uh, I can't wait to hang out with you and have a few beers. Yeah, agreed. All right, well, great. It's it's been great to be here. I really appreciate it. No worries, Scotty. Cheers, John. No worries, ladies and gentlemen. Go subscribe. Do whatever you got to do. The DC Tweet Team podcast will be back next week with yes, two-time Super Bowl winner Gary Clark is joining us on the podcast, talking some Washington football. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been your host, Andy Burrows. John from the Bleeding Beauty podcast. Good old Scotty Hartley, the Enquirer, has been with us. Till next time, everybody. Stay safe.